Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. Correct. 33 came off the bottom and wiped us out. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man, Welcome to Track Chat Live. I'm Just Jeff, along with... The My Rocket. partner in crime, The Rocket, David Roberts. David, how you doing? Doing good, man. Season 1, Episode 2. Here we are with Track Chat Live, ready to roll. Yes, sir. We are back here. Week number 2 with Track Chat Live, and uh, we're excited, man. Calls already coming in? All right. We already got text messages coming <laughs> in. Yes, we do. But, uh, man, we are uh, glad, so glad to be here tonight for our second episode seems like i'm down in a barrel someone to just text in but hopefully we're uh, climb out of that barrel and uh and get and get back on the mic and so people can hear us yeah man it's gonna be a fun show tonight we got a special guest man it's gonna be really cool got uh eddie ray from travel dress speedway gonna join us here in a little while excited to talk to him see what he's got to say about his upcoming season all right, well, so it looks like I might be having some difficulty, so we'll try to... Uh... Something is... Hey, there we go. Hey, I think my mic was not plugged in, so uh, let's try that again. Welcome to Track Chat Live. Just Jeff along with the Rocket, David Roberts. David, man, good to see you. We're going to jump right in. First off, how was your weekend? I had a great weekend. We had a little racing kickoff weekend at the shop. I had about 36, 37 people, and... Put on a big spread of food and just had a good time getting ready for this season, talking about all the things we plan on doing and for this upcoming season. Well, that is awesome. Uh, before we jump into our dirt coverage, let's go ahead and mention something coming up at the well on January the 28th. There's going to be a NASCAR night over at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville. It's going to be Saturday, January the 28th, and they're going to have – a lot of race cars out there. They reached out to us, and I think they reached out to you, Eddie. Eddie Ray in the house. We'll talk to him a little bit later. But uh, we're going to have a bunch of race cars out there. So if you guys like hockey and you love race cars, you need to check it out. January 28th out at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. It's going to be the Swamp Rabbits ice hockey game. It's going to be around, I think, Seven, maybe when they I start. Think seven, seven thirty, they start normally. So uh, I'll get confirmation about that, and then we will uh, let you guys know more info in the coming days and weeks, which we have like two weeks left. Right now, we're going to go ahead and jump in. We're going to do our dirt track coverage first. So, Rocket, take it away, brother. All right, man. First off, we got Cherokee Speedway. Look like their season opener is going to be February the twenty sixth. With the 604 late models, the Street Stock, the Renegade Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Pure Stock, Stream 4, the Crown Vic V8, 
and Young Gun V8. Pretty cool there. All right, we got Harris, which is coming up the on February the 25th, the Winter Rumble. It's like, ought to be a good show. Starts at 12 p.m. The green flag drops at 4. 602 late model, street stock, Thunder Bomber, pure stock, front-wheel drive. Features and the Ford Outlaws. And I just found out that that is all Crown Vicks. So, oh, okay. So I just got confirmation on that. So that's we tried to figure that out last week. And yeah, we were, we had some all, questions as to what that was. And right. so I just knew there wasn't no Chevrolets out of tune. So we had <laughs> exactly. That. Got the Hartwell Speedway. All rules have been updated for the 23 season and posted on the HartwellSpeedway.com. Still waiting on their season opener information. We got Lawrence Speedway, which will open up Saturday, March the 18th. They got a new promoter in Chris Lines. I look for him to do a a real good job down there after Danny Hurley and Danny Hurley Jr. been running successful for the last couple of years. Yes, we need to get him on the show as soon as possible. Yeah, we're going to get him here before we get started. Uh, like Chris is an old racer, and I think he'll do a good job. Got Livonia Speedway to Spring Natty, February the 25th. Complete 23 schedule at LavoniaSpeedway.net. And the Coa Speedway, and that's what I was telling you last week, that's a little D-shaped racetrack, and that's a fun little joint, joint to ride around there. Yeah, we've got to uh, get to those folks over to Coa until we need a schedule here so we can get on here and, and plug their racetrack because yeah. I know they got a lot of exciting things coming up for 2023. Yeah, that's a fun little deal, and I guess they run on Saturdays. I'm assuming they still run on Saturday nights, so be good. That is awesome. Well, if you see the bottom there, we have one more track that we're going to talk about, but yep. that's going to be – in a few moments but uh as we mentioned we got a great show coming up tonight uh got a eddie ray is going to be our guest we're going to bring him into the studio here in a moment but before we do that we're going to take a quick break and talk about some of these fine sponsors here with just jeff and the rocket on track chat live when you want great food don't run to the border head over to el taco in anderson home of the scratch made recipes they're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years' experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands on Deck. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know. 
know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the Upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. All right, we are back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Going to talk a little dirt track racing. Got our man. Actually, I'm going to let the Rocket introduce our next guest. Rocket, go ahead and introduce him for us. I got got Eddie Ray from Travels Rev Speedway with us tonight. And remember what I told you about Jeff last week? What a Rev chip is, guys. It's where you have to put it. I think I might have to get one for Eddie a little bit. I kind of talked to him a little bit, and I think you know, hear that? I put them on a chip, slow them down just a little bit, so we can see what they're doing. Nice to have you, Eddie. Uh, your season opener is coming up pretty quick, and when, when is that? Thanks for having me, first of all. Obviously, appreciate the call last week, inviting me on, giving me a platform to obviously uh, come on and talk about Travelers Rest Speedway. So, yeah, um, this year will be year six. Uh, this will be the sixth year we have the Speedway. Our opener for the season is uh, March 10th and 11th, and um, we have a, we have a you know action-packed year, but opening night, um, like I said, we're going to do March 10th and 11th, and we take off one weekend for Harris to have their opening weekend on, I think, yeah, whatever it is, March 18th or, you know, whatever that is. And then uh, um, after that, we're full speed ahead, I mean, till the end of the year. Right. So you race, you race every Friday night? We don't race. We race a majority of the Friday nights. Right. Um, besides car racing, obviously, we have motorcycle events and all that. So... Um, I think this year we're doing around 24, 25 car races. So how many classes do you have, divisions? Well, that good question because at Travelers Rest Speedway, obviously we have a curfew. So we never run more than we – run, we run seven full-time divisions, um, which is our front-wheel drives, our rookies, pure stocks, Thunder Bombers, Thunder Bomber Futures, a new class, Renegade Sportsman, and, of course, our Crown Vicks, which are – all Crown Vicks, uh, Ford Outlaws, all Crown Vicks. Um, and then usually once or twice a month, we have a, a touring group, whether it's USCS Sprints, Vintage, uh, Little Late Models, um, you know, there, there's so uh, the Carolina Sprint Tour. So um, once or twice a month, we'll run eight divisions, but our seven are the ones I just told you about a second ago. Now, do you run any super late model type stuff? Um. I've, I, this past year, we dabbled a little bit in the super stuff, but you know what we've come to learn is Travelers Rest is more a they love their Renegades, they love their front wheel drives, they love their the crowd comes to see their local hero. They really don't care that much about supers, and of course, whenever you run supers, you got to run that price way up to, in order to to make that person. It drives away a lot of crowds. So this year we're actually not doing any any super late models. Right. What what do you consider to be a successful night as far as a car count? How many cars? Well, 
um, remember, the more cars, that's the more people you got to pay. <laughs> yeah. So um, we average um, on a Friday night, um, we average about 75 cars. That's about that's about what we average. I mean, we've had up to 135, but you know, during the summer, sometimes when it falls off, we've had as low. I don't think I've ever been below 50, but uh, 75 is a pretty good, you know, pretty good average. But like I said, that's not what really determines a good night. Right. What determines a good night is the family gets together, comes out, brings their buddies, brings the uncle. And they come out and they watch good old, you know, Carolina dirt track racing in the mud slinking. So, um, you know, the idea to get them out there is putting on a show. I always tell people I don't sell racing. I sell entertainment. So <laughs> yeah, you never know. You might see the yeah. thing, uh, the, you know, you know, the tow truck out there and midgets jumping out, you know, tripping each other, trying to get these cars <laughs> off. The, you know, I, I try to put butts in the seat and being a guy who um, I'm new to promoting. I only got into car racing five years ago. Um Oh, I, I got into the, the the promoting side five years ago, six years ago. This will be our sixth year. But, um, you know, I was always a racer. And then after being a racer, I thought, you know, what can we do that makes it more fun than just sitting here and watching race after race? So come up with a lot of cool ideas. And I've had a lot of people help me out along the way throwing ideas. And, you know, that's just kind of what we do, you know, kind of think outside the box. I want to I wanna ask a question. I'm going to take it way back. We're going to get off the dirt and – at one point, you raced at Greenville, correct? I did. In the I Renegade actually, Division. My first race ever, my first time ever behind the wheel racing a race car was at um, Anderson Motor Speedway. And we had a bit of a little – listen, when, when, when people in their cars get mad, their favorite saying, I ain't never coming back. <laughs> yeah, I wish so, I had a dollar for every time I've heard listen, that. Listen, I made shirts – that said, I ain't never coming back, and they sold like hotcakes. So usually people don't use it on me much anymore. But hey, you know if you ain't happy, you know the gate. No one's at the you know no one's at the gate holding the gun to your head to try to get you in. But my first race ever was at Anderson Motor Speedway, and I missed my race because I didn't know I had to have the ear things in. Oh, the race levers. And of course, oh, Miss Sylvia came out, made it all good. She's like, I thought you were gonna be really mad. I'm like, no, nah, I, I just wanted to race, you know. <laughs> Didn't have no didn't have no race receiver, so that's the first thing I first place I raced. But I race consistent when I did race was Greenville Pickens. Now I'm gonna I heard I'm just gonna clear a rumor up. So you had a certain nickname that was given to you over at Greenville, and I think the guy who gave it to you he doesn't announce there now. Uh, Ed, um, Desarlis Jim Desarlis, I think that's how you say his name. I probably butchered it, but. He was calling you rock star Eddie Ray. So what's, what's the deal behind all that? Well, when I got into racing, it this all stemmed from being with Randy Hawkins, who I worked for Randy. He had a race car team with Lee McCall, and I had to walk through the shop every day. So whatever, you know, I wanted to get in the cars. Well, at that time, my wife is a, you know, seven-time women's motocross champion, you know, one of the best, the best women's motocross ever. Well, she was sponsored by Rockstar. So all my cars were, and I was tied in with them. All my cars, if you remember, were all black with the yes. with the yellow Rockstar star on them. So um, everybody just started calling me Rockstar. But I really, I, I just remember Rabbit always Rabbit and What Up Drew like yo Rockstar, and I'm like, and it stuck. And now I'm, yeah. if you see now, we're, we're we're actually sponsored by Monster, and they still call me Rockstar. I talked wow. to Drew the other day, he's like, yo Rockstar, what up? Yeah, I I, I kind of thought that was catchy, and I like that. <laughs> Rockstar Eddie Ray. I, I, it had nothing to do with being 
like a super cool rock star. It's because I had rock star energy drink <laughs> logos on my car. Like, you know, they chipped in some money and, you know, whatever. So all my cars were rock star energy. Yeah, Jim had a way of, of giving folks nicknames at the Speedway. So I remember that distinctly. It was uh, rock star Eddie Ray. So that's before I even knew who you were. I'm like... Wow, there's a rock star here. I thought that was pretty cool. That's oh, pretty well. cool, Nick. <laughs> if you're looking for the rock star, trust me, it wasn't me. It was just because I had rock star logos on my car. I got you. So, hey, let's let's talk a minute about what do you like best, dirt or asphalt? For as a oh, driver, as a driver, well, let me. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I'm an I, I drive asphalt because I'm the kind of guy. My car's always got to be pretty. I like my car straight and neat. And then dirt boys. Let me tell you something. They don't like. They bang them up, bash them up, and crash them up. So I am not a dirt car guy at all. I think honestly, it probably takes a lot more skill to be a dirt driver, just because the track changes every lap. You know, you might get a hole, you might get a slick spot, you might get tacky one week. There's a lot of adjusting. But like, you know, if you when you race asphalt, just saying what I've come to notice is the turns are all the same. Right. There's never a bump. <clears throat> There's never a slick spot. If there's water on the track, you know, they, they'll, you know, it's very consistent. Where dirt, you know, is very inconsistent. And, you know, it, it feels like on asphalt, we all run one line, right? Kind of up against the wall, right down to the bottom, up against the wall. Dirt guys, they're in the guardrail. They're at the bottom of the track. They're teeing each other up, squaring each other off, you know. So, um, as a driver, me, I'm only going to be an asphalt guy because I don't got what it takes to cut it in a dirt car. Right. So I've tried it. I'm terrible. Um, so I'm going to have to say that uh, I'm more – I enjoy watching dirt car racing more than I would like watching asphalt racing. Right. Definitely dirt is the hot ticket right now. We I think there's been trends where asphalt was hot and then dirt was kind of, you know, down here. But, like, now – Dirt track. I mean, you go to any dirt track here in the Upstate on a Friday or Saturday night. I mean, the stands are packed. The the infield is packed. I mean, it's just the hot ticket right now. And, and knowing some of the, you know, I met people obviously at the dirt track, and it's funny. Back when I was racing them, now they're all racing at Travelers Rest Speedway. A lot of Greenville guys, a lot of asphalt guys, are slowly making that transition. It's almost like I don't want to say, you know, asphalt's dead. But it's definitely not as jumping as dirt, you know what I mean? So, um, but they're slowly all transitioning, and most of the guys that have transitioned from the asphalt to the dirt all seem to be doing really well. I think it's at the point where even the cup cars are, are you know, entertaining the idea of racing on dirt, which we saw that, you know, last year they, they did the Bristol thing. So, dirt right now is definitely the hot ticket, I feel like, in, in racing. I mean, asphalt is, you know, there too, but, you know, dirt is, is where it's at. Yeah, I, I mean, that's where I came from, the dirt tracks. And back then, the goal was to make it to asphalt. Right. You know, to, to Greenville Pickens, you know, for to get your name on the wall, to race out there and win races. That was the ultimate thing in a short track racing around here. You know, and, and I, I believe, like, maybe back in the day, that's probably about how mm -hmm. it was. Because if you look at old NASCAR, you see a lot of guys who came from the dirt. You see guys now that come from these midgets, guys who come from dirt car racing, you know, dirt late models, and end up in NASCAR. But it's funny, you know, when I, I actually used to, me and Anthony used to throw a lot of ideas at each other with Greenville Pickens, and I always said, we need to get all these dirt guys. I, I can round them up, Anthony, I'm telling you, and have a big dirt car race on the asphalt, but in dirt cars. Like, 
you got to run the same. Because, hey, what's it matter? You're going to slide around the corners anyways. Like, let's burn these tires up. So, you know, like I said, I think it's, um, you know, you always got to be creative, you know, come up with cool ideas. So, you know. That's, well, back uh, in the late late 70s, mid 80s, somewhere in there, they used to do that. They used to have races at Greenville Pickens. It was dirt cars. My brother raced dirt, and we'd come up there and race the dirt car. All you do is change the tire. No windshield, no nothing, still the big spoilers. And they, they was, them things was bad fast. I, I would hear stories of, like, one person. That, I don't know why this guy sticks in my mind the most. But Vince Quinn used to tell me how he'd win Friday night on asphalt and then go win Saturday night on dirt in the same car. And I said, how is that even possible? Like, they're not even close to being the same. They said they did it. Now, is he, do you know if he's still racing? I think maybe some go-kart stuff. I haven't. I, I haven't seen Vince in a long time. I just remember at one point at Greenville Pickens, you know, he's a, you know, Vince, just, you know, tell me his stories, you know, all the racing yeah. stories. Well, speaking of stories, we've got plenty more stories coming up with Eddie Ray. We're going to take another quick break, but we're going to open up the phone lines when we get back. So if you guys want to maybe ask a question for Eddie. Uh, don't get too uh, complicated on him. I mean, don't put him on, on spot or on blast. But uh, we're going to come back and, and talk with Eddie some more and maybe take some of your phone calls. We'll give out the number on the other side of this break with Just Jeff and the Rocket here on Track Chat Live. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop, 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. All right, back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, along with TR promoter Eddie Ray in the house. Been uh, talking with him about a few things, and uh, we're going to continue. 
our conversation with Eddie, and uh, we're going to take some phone calls. So if you got a question for Eddie, don't be afraid to call in. Number is 864-224-6733. It's 224-6733. And just remember, the words you use at church are good enough to use here, so we don't need any any potty mouth going on here at the, on the on the air. But uh, if you got a call, if you got a question, call us, 864-224-6733. Well, Eddie, let's talk a little bit about the preparation for your dirt track. How long does it take, and what all do you do there? Um... Well, when I first got the track, I actually inherited um, Scott Childress' brother oh, Terry. and uh, a guy named Gerald, and um, they did it for me. And then as I walk, I've been around dirt my whole life. Motocross is all about, you know, obviously the amount of water, how deep you get it, how rough it gets, so on and so forth. So about two or three years in, I really, after watching, kind of said, you know what, I think I want to start trying this myself, like... Sometimes people who do it that don't have like they do the track and when they think it's ah it's it's okay it's okay me I like it the same every time mm-hmm. I like it to be as consistent as possible so to your question I do it now me and one of my workers start to finish it's about a 5 hour process 5 to 6 hour process Hoping nothing breaks, like you know, you don't blow a hydraulic line on a dozer or on a on your motor grader, or you know, something don't happen. But you know, lots of water, 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 plow, water, plow, get it about you know four or six inches deep. Um, and then I bought a machine called a Pottinger, which when you plow it up and it's chunky, just imagine if you take a bunch of ice cubes and you tried to make a snowball. Yeah, they don't stick together. Well. You know, when you take, like, fluffed up dirt, the idea is getting it all to bond back together. I got a machine that goes around and chops it up and makes it real fine so you can make, like, it compacts real good. So we do that, plow water, plow water, pottinger to get that dirt nice and where, you know, it's real fluffy. Sheep foot, sheep foot, sheep foot for, you know, 45 minutes, an hour. I mean, over and over and over. Motor grade. While the guy motor grades one way, you sheep foot behind him. Then he'll turn around and go the other way, sheep foot behind him, and then roll the track in with the water truck. And I got like the big super singles on my water truck. I got a 4,000-gallon Mac. I put the big wide super singles on there to roll it in. So that's start to finish of doing it. But when you're talking about a race weekend, we go through about uh, fifty to 60,000 gallons of water wow. a race. And, you know – when we're done on, we start the process on Thursday night, finish it on Friday morning, but then all day, every hour, almost on the hour, load of water, load of water, load of water, load of water until until race time. And then knowing when to stop the watering and then starting the roll-in process. Right. Roll it in, roll it in. So, I mean, really, the, the process, it, it's a never, it's a process you'll never figure out perfectly because dirt is so inconsistent. But... Um, Start the finish of the real process to where we're done with the track, but not doing the water. You're probably looking at about, you know, like I said, man, it could go anywhere depending on how you start four to six hours. Now that's just a just a track. You still got to do all the other stuff, like get your concessions, your, you know, tire sales, fuel, all that stuff in line too. Well, I mean, like any speedway, and you've been around Miss Sylvia a long time, and Anthony, that comes down to your crew. I got an amazing wife who takes care of 
concessions, insurance. I'm just a grom. I'm just a big grom. All I do is move dirt, move dirt. Um, so you actually are doing all this yourself, correct? I'm doing all this. Me, me and my worker, I have a full-time guy that works for me. Um, uh, me and him. I had a guy who worked for me named Timmy who did a great job. He caught on real quick. Um, we do the track, but, um, you know, it, it, between the people who help you pick up trash at the end, the people who help you clean the bathrooms, to getting the concessions ready, getting all the paperwork ready to sign, the wristbands. You know, like I said, my dad runs the tire container. He, that's, he, he handles all the tires, fuel, any kind of sales of that. I, that's not even a worry to me on, on race day. All I worry about is making sure everybody's safe and the track's good and we're going racing and we're done by 11.30. Yeah, I've met your dad before. I, I see now where you get all your swag at. Your dad is, is one cool cat. He, he's a... Uh, you know, definitely uh, everything I've learned, I, I've learned from him. He's definitely, you know, like he's hardy. I mean, to this day, I, I feel like sometimes he's, he's, you know, always mad at me. <laughs> he's always mad at me no matter what it is. But, um, you know, he, he's been a huge part. He was a huge part in me, by, you know, of us getting the Speedway. Um, so it's really the team. It's not all me. I got amazing people around me, like I said, from my wife, my mom, she can track a dollar. Like I said, she runs the front gate for a while, and then she goes up and she does all the pay. And I'm sure probably Miss Sylvia has someone just like her. Like that lady, she will track a dollar down. Oh, if, yeah. if it ain't there, she'll find it. Now, where does all the water come from that you get to use? I mean, do you have a pond nearby? Um, I, right, on, right on the backside, right through the speedway. Like, actually, it's the it's actually the property line of of our property um there's the um tiger river so we just get all the water right out of the tiger, tiger river. river all yeah. right that's pretty cool am i supposed to say that no yeah. <laughs> no that's cool I'm, I didn't I'm, hear anything. I'm just pointing <laughs> david i'm like yeah go ahead. Uh, so uh it sounds like more than five or six hours to do the track that sounds like a lot of work going on over there oh man I, now now you uh you you sell your own tires and fuel to the racers? I do. Well, I I don't. My dad handles all that just because um, when it comes to that, me, I'm like, yeah, just go get whatever you want. We'll get it later. And then it never gets taken care of. So my dad's on that. Like I said, anything when it really comes to money, there's probably somebody more important over it than, than I am. So my dad runs the tire stuff, and he hangs out. Everybody knows my dad. My mom runs the, you know, the, the front gate. My wife, she's running money back and forth. You know, she's – so I'm, I'm like the lowest person on the totem pole, actually. I'm the dirty guy. I'm the guy that always comes in dirty. <laughs> now, you know, with racing, man, there's, there's always a challenge. You know, you're competing and trying to win the attention, I think, of the younger generation – uh, it seems like just about every kid, you know, between the ages of three and twelve, have an electronic device in their hand. As a promoter, what do you try to do each year to say, "All right, I got, I'm going to try this," in order to, you know, maybe get some young guys interested in in racing or just to get them out to the racetrack. You know, we only have an hour, and we don't even have that left. We can sit here for many hours, and I could tell you. Being new to racing and as a promoter, this sport is broken. It's very broken. You know, I come from motocross where you start as a kid. There's an 
if I take my son, who's three, he's got a starting point. There's a class for three to four, five, six-year-olds on these bikes. And as they get older and as they get better, they keep moving up. Never, ever is there a spot when my son's 11 can go, I want to go back to the four-year-old class. What we see in, you know, in, in car racing is how do we get these young kids involved, you say? Well, when they come out, they look and go, where do we start? There's no real class for these kids to start. You got rookies and you got young guns, but let's say that's only from 11 or 9 to 17. Let's say you want to get somebody who's 20, never raced a car before, and goes, I want to start racing. Okay, where do we start? Put them in Thunder Bombers with professional drivers that should be in Renegades. You know what I mean? So it's like, I really don't know how we get these kids really involved. You know, I think it's generational where it's like the people who are going to race is the kids that their dads are racing now. I think it's real hard to attract the people that know nothing about cars. Like you're not going to go into a school and go, hey, here's all the cars. And some dad's going to go, well, let's go buy our kid a race car. I think that's tough. I think it's passed down. It's in our, it's in the genes, you know, when it comes to racing. So I think those few that we're going to get, I don't know how we attract them, what makes it so appealing, but, um, you know, all we can do is hope that we can keep people like the big names now, their kids and their kids coming for the future. So what about Bandolero cars? You ever thought about having those? I don't even know what I, I think a bandolero is those open wheel things they run at Anderson, right? No, ba- bandoleros is like legend cars, and you got the bandoleros, a little full body on them, little. I think I know what you're talking about. It's kind of like a beginner division for legends, yeah. and then um, I think somebody called me about those once, but I think our track's too big. I think they only run on like fifth miles, don't they? No, they run like uh, they run at Florence, and they've been to Anderson, places like that. So but now they asphalt seen... or they dirt. Well, they mostly on asphalt. I know the Legend cars is on dirt. And gotcha. So yeah. the Bandoleros uh, would be a good thing. You can get, you know, five, six, seven, eight-year-olds coming and doing that kind of a stepping stone. <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, well, there's actually a, a division that's really good. We raced them this year for the first time. Uh, Kenneth Dobbs has a series called Little Late Models. These things, I think that's like what the – what the bandoleros are they're these little late models with 600 motors in them and son they put on a shell they fly I mean, they're faster than our 602s now, yeah. is there like an age requirement now they're now i don't get it how a grown man can crawl into one like <laughs> yeah. my kid yeah. he already wants one and my mom already figured out like well, yo yeah. when, as soon as you can we just bought my kid a polaris ace and he rips all around he's three so as soon as he's able to get them feet to the pedals, that's where I see my guy going as, you know, right. little late models. And they put on a great show. They're, you know, I mean, listen, action-packed. I mean, they're round out. I mean, they're, like you said, on the chip all the time. I mean, <laughs> yeah. wound tight. Well, that's that's kind of where the beginners are, I guess, with, with asphalt, you know, to kind of get the kids involved there. Uh Maybe something I don't, I've never seen seen them on dirt. Yeah, I think they're like uh, top speeds, like seventy miles an hour or something. They weigh like five hundred pounds. Gotcha. They like uh, thirty. I, I don't know much about them. I'm one of those people. If yeah. it brings a crowd, right? I'm all about it. Yeah, I uh, helped on the one in little. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. One of <laughs> little mini mini late <laughs> models. Philip Johnson. Do you know him? What's that? Philip Johnson. 
I don't know. You know, Philip, uh, he's got one. I seen it the other week. It's, them things are crazy. Right. Like many late models. Oh, listen. They, they've been to the Speedway twice and both times put on an amazing show. Yeah. And like I said, Kenneth Dobbs is doing a great job with that series. And, uh, you know, like this year, we can't wait to have him back. Right. Well, Eddie, we've got just a few more seconds before we have to go to our next break. But uh, what what do you have in store for the racing fan in 2023 at Traveler's Rest Speedway? Let's see. Um, I mean, it, it – it's not what I have in store. It's what the drivers have in store. <laughs> I give them a place to, to showcase their cars. They got to get out there and do all the work. So, you know, one thing I can tell you is you can come. You're always going to have, you know, get good food, have a nice place to watch, have a nice, uh, you know, we got a family section um, where, you know, all families can hang out. And, um, you know, we're going to bring in lots of, uh, lots of divisions and lots of special touring divisions. And uh, I think we're going to have an action-packed year. Cool. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, you're welcome back anytime, David. You got anything? Yes, sir. What's your What's the best food at Travel Dress Speedway? Let's see. Um, With the one top one, what did you? If say? I so every time I run into the uh, every time I and, and I really don't get these anywhere else. Every time I run to the concession, I grab me the chicken fingers and fries. Chicken fingers. And, and this year we're going to homemade fries. Like we're going to the fresh cut fries. So, you know, instead of the bag, we're going to go to fresh cut. Like <laughs> wow. we're going to cut them ourselves. We're going to do fresh cut fries. We're about to remodel all our concessions and all that. So I think uh, everybody's going to be in for a store. Well, I'm, a, I'm a, a huge foodie, so I may have to come and sample those. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Cool. Come on. All There's right. for everybody at Travelers Just Speedway. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back right after this with Just Jeff and a Rocket here on track. Chat live. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Timco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, timcoupstate.com.
Alright, back here on Track Chat Live. Just Jeff along with the Rocket. Yo. David Roberts. Going to talk a little bit of asphalt. Once again, we like to uh, say a big thank you to Eddie Ray for joining us to uh, talk a little dirt action and all the things going on up at Traveler's Rest Speedway. But we're going to switch gears now. We're going to jump on to our asphalt report. Yeah, we've been slinging a little mud. Now we're going to get, now we're going to get down and clean, well, I like, right? I like what Eddie said earlier. He, when I talked to him on the phone, he said, we're going to get the dirt on dirt. Dirt so, on dirt. That's I, right. I really like that, that little saying. But uh, jumping into our asphalt tracks for this week, of course, we've got Anderson Motor Speedway going to be having their season opener on Friday, March the 17th, David. That's going to be St. Patty's Day. So right. you got to make sure you wear your green or Miss Marie might have to pinch you, huh? Yeah. Well, she does that <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, okay. They're going to be running limiteds, uh, mini stock, uh, the Big Show Pure Stocks, uh, U.S. Legends, Front Wheel Drive, BM Modified, and then the Young Guns Division. It's going to be our beginners ages 12 and 18. And also the complete schedule is now posted over at AndersonMotorSpeedway.com, so you can check that out and go ahead and mark your calendar to attend all those events. Next is going to be Bowman Gray Speedway. I think last week when we talked about Bowman Gray, they had yet to announce their season opener, but I did a little research this week and found out that they will be having their season opener on April the 22nd. So for all you Bowman Gray fans, if you like the whole atmosphere of being in a a stadium whenever you're uh, watching racing, then Great to come out and uh, support Bowman Gray. They have their complete schedule up now at BowmanGrayRacing.com, so you can check that out there. Right. Now, you talk about putting on a show. Now, they put on a show at Bowman Gray. Now, that is that, – that's right up there. I have, I've yet to make the trip up to Bowman Gray, but I think I'm going to put that on my list this year. If I can get somebody to ride up with me, we'll uh, go well, check out some well, racing. Well, let's do it. Miss Marie, she loves to go there. It's, it's not really, smiling, bad, so I, it's I not really a bad ride, and like I say, it is. <laughs> if you've never been, you need to go one time and watch it. Well, we're definitely going to have to put that on the list of places to go. Caraway Speedway is next. They're going to be having a practice on Saturday, January the 28th from 10 till 5 p.m., and then their Winter Heat 2023 season opener is going to be on January the 29th. They're going to have 75 laps Late models, 50 laps of street stocks, 40 lap challenger, 40 laps of the classic mini stocks. I like to see those. Uh, 20 laps of the U cars and 10 laps of the bootleggers. I'm not sure what the bootleggers are, but sounds like an interesting division. They're going to have their pits open at 9 o'clock, and the grandstands will be opening at noon with the green flag at 2 p.m. So you can also find out more info at carawayspeedway.com. And, of course, uh, our guest last week, Mr. Ron Barfield, kind of gave us a little update on things going on at Dillon Motor Speedway. He didn't really give a specific date to when he's going to start racing down there, but he did say that it's going to be sometime in March. So we'll watch for that date and announce that here on the show and on our social media channels. Also, they want to do a August uh, Mass Series race up at Anderson, kind of like what they did last season. So... I know everybody in the upstate that, that likes to race with the, the Mass Series is going to be looking forward to that. And then we're going to jump down to Florence Motor Speedway. We're going to get Mr. Stephen Zachariah on the show at some point before they kick this off on February the 
10th and 11th. It's going to be a Friday-Saturday deal. Uh, icebreaker. David, you've been down several times, I know, to run that race. Yep, yeah, we're going this year. We're carrying a car down for that. And from what I understand, Junior's going to be there. And supposedly, Harvick's coming back and Jeb Burton. So they'll have a good field of cars again. Strong yeah. cars. I tell you, if it was anything like it was this past weekend, some of that cold weather, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's definitely going to be an icebreaker down there. And uh, next on our list, of course, is Greenville Pickens Speedway. That's the, the white elephant here in the room. There's been a lot of chatter about uh, the fate or what's going to happen at Greenville Pickens Speedway uh, this season. I think we got a little bit of an update. We kind of shared that last week. We're still digging deeper. Uh, I don't think we can really say a name. David, do you have more? Well, yeah, I talked to him a little bit, and he said he didn't. It wasn't no secret that he was trying. His name's Jackie Manley. Okay, Jackie. Oh, Smiley. And he's, Jackie uh, Manley. Okay. He, he is trying his best to do something, promote it. Said he's got you know a bunch of things in works and sponsors to do this and that and sponsors to guarantee the purse for the whole year. So he's wow, trying. That's awesome. I hadn't talked to him this week. I don't know exactly where he's at, but I know they'd run into a little difficulty with some things. And, He's, he's working hard so wow he's that trying. is awesome so guys you heard it first here on track chat live mr jackie manley is trying to get make things happen over at greenville picking speedway for the 2023 season so jackie you got our support we'll do whatever we can to help you and guys if this does come to pass and please go out there and support jackie support greenville picking speedway because that is a historical track i mean if you just look around at the, the names that are on the wall I mean, David, your name's out there. So, I mean, it's just a lot of history, and I would hate, you know, to see that place, you know, become a ghost speedway or a lost speedway, as Dale Jr. would say. But we don't want that to happen. So, guys, go out there, and if Jackie, you know, makes this deal happen, go support Jackie. Support yep. Greenville Pickett Speedway and make that track one of the premier tracks here in the south. Yeah, give Jackie a call. And if there's any way you can help or want to help, give him a call. He sure will be glad to take it. Yes, he would. All right, guys. Hickory Motor Speedway going to be having their season opener on Saturday, March the 4th. Wow, that's going to be awesome. Green Flag is going to be at 7. They're running the twin late model stock. And then they'll have the Paramount, Paramount Limiteds. They'll have street stocks, renegades, and the Carolina mini stocks. There's a lot of history also up at Hickory Motor Speedway. Of course, Kevin Piercy is the promoter there. But you can find out more info about Hickory Motor Speedway at hickorymotorspeedway.com. David, I know you've been there and raced quite a few times. Yep, that's a fun place. It's uh, It holds a lot of history, just like Greenville Pickens. A lot of great, great drivers has won there and been champions there. So They call it the birthplace of NASCAR stars. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's a tough little place to get around. Now, the racing surface there is, is – Real similar to the racing service at Anderson, correct? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's rougher than Anderson. And I don't want to say it's kind of like 180 race motorcycle tracks. It's not <laughs> quite that rough, but but it's uh, it's got its own character, you know. Like each racetrack's got its character, and Hickory's got it. Okay. Well, guys, go up there, check them out. Hickory Motor Speedway up there in uh, North Carolina, Hickory, North Carolina. Then we're going to jump over to Kingsport Speedway. Uh, their season opener is going to be March the 25th. And then, of course, our friends up there at Tri-County Speedway, Shad and Shane, help promote that place, along with Crate. And Miss Karen uh, Tanell is going to be there this year. She's also going to be 
helping promote Tri-County Speedway. If you haven't made the trip the trip up to Hudson, North Carolina, I tell you what, you need to, you know, take a Saturday, pack up the car and, and head up there for a lot of great racing action. They got a good thing going. Yeah, they've they've done a great job with the racetrack. They repaved the turns. They've worked on the all the facilities around everything that's really turned us a nice nice racetrack also like to mention my buddy phil combs he's the announcer up at, at tri-county if you guys love racing as much as he does and you want to see something awesome you need to go and locate phil and go visit the combs family museum it's just a plethora of racing memorabilia from nascar down to local racing i mean it will blow your mind i have not made the trip but i see a lot of he's posted on facebook so uh <laughs> I'm definitely going to make the trip up there eventually to uh, see what he has going on at the Combs Family Museum. But we're going to take another quick break, our last break of the show, and then we're going to come back with uh, that segment that uh, I like to really uh, call one of my favorites. It's called The Rocket Says, but we'll be back here with Just Jeff and The Rocket on Track Chat Live. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at OnTimeSC.com. All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Still got Eddie Ray hanging out with us, so uh, make it his thoughts on, on this next little thing here. We just have uh, breaking news that just came into the studio here. A couple of folks kind of sent us a heads up. Uh, before we go into our next segment, we're going to talk about this. Troy Karn sent me a little a message, and David, you had something coming through over there? Yeah, I just got the Hartwell Speedway has decided to not race in 2023 that uh marty lance has like to thank everybody for 16 great seasons but said it's time for him to sit back and retire and take it easy a little bit and take some time off all right eddie what, what are your thoughts uh you know it's a it's a it's it's a trend that's too common i mean last year would we lose two two other dirt you know two other speedways right you know, just goes to tell everybody, you know, instead of uh, getting on Facebook and beating everybody up, maybe you should go be more supportive of some of these speedways because one day they might not be here. Uh, exactly right. All right, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into my favorite second segment here on Track Chat Live. You've got questions? He's got an answer. It's time for The Rocket Says here on Track Chat Live. Yeah, that's right, guys. It's time for the Rocket Says here on Track Chat Live. Of course, you know what this means. David gets a question from some listeners and for some inboxes that we get. People send emails out, and they want to know David's opinion about 
certain topics concerning racing. So, David, are you ready? We got a question here for you, and uh, gonna let it rip. You ready? Well, that's like I say, everybody's got one. It's my opinion, so hold on to yours. Let's see what we got. <laughs> All right, guys. Question for uh, David this week is, uh, you know, technology, you know, being just out there. What do you think about uh, racetracks now that broadcast their live events over the internet via social media or like an internet stream? Do you think that hurts racetracks or does that help racetracks? Wow. I'd say it, uh, I would say it to me in my mind, my old mind, it hurts it because you're not there to smell the rubber, the fuel burning, the oil, and and just to live the atmosphere. But it's a new way of the world, right? So, you know, like at my shop the other night, we watched Flow Racing, watched the dirt track up there. We watched it. You know, it was, it was easy to watch it, and that's what most people are going to do. They're going to be watching it. Now, how's the racetrack going to function from that? More people staying at home watching it. You know, I know I know these Flow places, networks probably pay to racetrack something, but it's not the same. You know, so I, I think it hurts it. Okay, fair enough. I would agree with that that statement there. Another question, it was kind of out there in the open. Everybody saw that this week, and and Miss Marie's probably wondering the same thing. We're going to ask this, but someone actually posted on our track chat live Facebook after we posted, you know, if you had questions for the Rocket, and uh, somebody commented in and said, uh, when are you going to cut your hair? Tell us the backstory with the whole hair thing. Well, I just decided uh, when I retired, I wasn't going to get a haircut for a while, and it's been two years, so I'm just going to see how long it could go, you know. It ain't going much longer because Miss Marie ain't going to let it go much longer, but uh, I just ain't had, have not had hair, long hair since I was a teenager, so I thought I'd give it another shot. Well, I, at first, I thought maybe it was some type of, you know, thing that happened during the pandemic because, you know, in 2020, we couldn't go to barbershops, you know, to get haircuts, so we kind of just had to let it grow and uh well i got no problem getting a haircut because my sister cuts my hair for free so that wasn't a problem so it ain't that you know so i don't know i'm just gonna let it grow let's see what happens and now see where it goes. does is this the look that you have whenever you met miss marie oh yeah that's what she loved to run her hair and through my hair back then 43 years later she still likes it so <laughs> well I, that was a burning question i'm sure a lot of our listeners have Probably been wondering the same uh, thing about that, but uh, I'm glad you you cleared that up for us, uh, David. Uh, now you know. Now, Miss Marie is, and that's the rest of the story. And, that, <laughs> and that's the rest of the story, man. We've got a couple uh, extra minutes here before we have to sign off, but uh, man, I tell you, it's uh, this has been a great show today, Eddie. Once again, man, we thank you for coming in. He's kind of still hanging out with us behind the scenes here, and. Uh, Man, that was just heartbreaking news about Hartwell Speedway. I can't can't believe that. You know, I was trying to gear up and, and talk about Hartwell Speedway, and now this. I mean, yeah, Hartwell's Hartwell's been a speedway as long as I can remember as a kid around here, Livonia and Dakota. One one of the good dirt tracks back in the day. It's just sad to see like that, you know, to to go away. I got a little. I got another little note that buddy of mine sent me from uh, Warrior Creek Speedway in Graycourt. Okay. Uh, Braxton Bush was there and won, <coughs> won his race down oh, there. Oh, Braxton. You know who that is, right? It's yeah. the son of Kyle Bush. Yeah. 
So uh, congratulations down there. I, I mean, that's, that's worth – is he still there? Or is he, I'm not sure when it was. If it was, must have been this weekend. That's right, oh, okay. in, that's right in my and Eddie's backyard down there. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't know exactly when they were. It's back in your stomping grounds. <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I forgot to mention this. Someone did ask me this week about Modoc Speedway. They wanted to see if we could do some coverage about Modoc. Some dirt track, you know, down the lower part of South Carolina. Yeah, I, I didn't know that they was they was racing. I I thought they'd been closed for a while. Eddie, do you have any? I mean, I the only thing, the only like thing I've ever heard with Modoc is Wally Fowler loves Modoc and he goes down there. But I mean, it's like once or twice a year. You know, I think I don't think they race very consistently. I think right. it's they do a couple big shows. I think they do a big front wheel drive race, but I don't know much about yeah, Modoc. It's, it's been years since I've been in there and racing. What's Wally doing there? Ain't no peaches down there. Oh, Wally, he's he's still out there, you know, out there doing his peaches and doing his thing, winning races and still making people mad. Yeah, that's one maybe right. we need to get on the show here for longer. That'd be a good one. Oh, definitely... He's a man of few words though. Oh, oh yeah, well, he's a drag... steel trap. He was on Guthrie's show and said very very little bit. Yeah, I can bring All up right. some old stuff back in the day and get him. Well, we'll definitely get him on here. But uh, you hear the music, guys? That means it's. Uh... Time for us to check on out of here. Don't forget the official after party is over at El Taco and Anderson. Come by there and have a taco, and you can talk with the track chat guys, talk a little bit of racing off the mic. But uh, please come by and join us. El Taco, the official after party of Track Chat Live for Just Jeff. I think David's over there. I'm out. Good night, Sylvia. <laughs>